Hey, all you listeners, it's Mainly Thomas, and it's my once-a-year birthday show. My birthday is actually April 14th, so I always try to have a show that features someone different every time, um, asking me questions that they might have. And my friend Carrie Langford told me he's got some things that he's always wondered, so he's going to be here today. He actually started this show with me many years ago, so I thought it was apropos that he do it. So sit back and relax and spend this next several minutes with me, and I hope that you enjoy it. I'm going to start out with doing a song called Love Life. It's a song I wrote with my friend Andy Timmons on the Passion Record many years ago, and it's a special song to me. It's also the name of my foundation called Love Life Foundation. We've been in existence for over 30 years. So I hope you enjoy the show, and you're going to have a lot of May Lee, so <laughs> get ready for it. But right now, Love Life, and we'll be right back with my friend Carrie Langford. Monday morning doesn't see 
Well, here we are back, everybody, with my good friend, Carrie Langford, who actually started this show with me several years ago, and he went on a little sabbatical. Uh, I think you just went rogue on me during COVID, and now he's now that yeah. things are back and opened up, he's back here. So welcome, Carrie, to the show. Thank you. I am back. Yes, yes. I went into a COVID cave. Yes, you did. <laughs> But I got you out. I got you yes, out just in time. In fact, um, for all you people out there, there's some really great things happening in our area. And one of them is the Longhorn Ballroom reopened. Yes. And Carrie went to that opening with the Sleep at the Wheel um, as our, our photographer for Texas Homegrown Music. And uh, I don't want to get you too off the subject, but how was that? It was great. And I'm going to be writing a review probably today. Uh, it was great. You know, I, even though I've lived here my whole life, I never went to the Longhorn Ball Run. Never. So well, it I was, didn't either. Uh, and it was, you know, it was, it was popular. The Longhorn Ball Run was really popular back in, before I moved back to Texas. So in the 70s and 80s and, um, or, you know, even 60s and 70s, right? I, oh, you know, when I, it, it, it began uh, I, I, as uh, Bob Wills, Bob Wills uh, Ranch House. So that's how long, even before wow. that. Well, our good friend um, that has the Kessler and the Heights Theater there here in Dallas and in Houston uh, yep. has reopened it. And I, uh, Edwin. Just, Edwin, yeah, just like everything, um, he does top notch. And, you know, he, of course, I ran into him. I don't know if you know that. I went to the, I went to the Morgan Wade show and I ran into him and I oh, yeah. said, how's it going? And he said, you know what? I was really smart. I opened this place up and then I decided, you know, to have the uh, the opening and I decided to close it for two weeks, knowing that there were going to be some things I needed to deal with. And he said, that's exactly yeah. where I'm at. So he's reopening it again with some concerts starting. He's got Emmy Lou Harris and, uh, yeah, I want to be there. Uh, he's got some great acts coming in there. And so he's going to have everything completely ready by then but i thought it was fantastic just to have another big yeah, venue i mean from the outside it looked like it went smoothly so whatever whatever he ha happened to have problems with uh i didn't notice well so here we are talking we're going to talk about me today huh is that the deal yeah, yeah, it's your day. It's my day, my my birthday show, and I think last year I had my husband on. And he t he told some random stories about us and things that we've had happen in the last three decades of playing music together, which is just crazy. And uh, so I don't have I have no idea, people, what he's going to ask me. I'm going to be he's going to throw me under the bus, I'm sure, <laughs> a few times here. I'll be kind. I'll be kind. <laughs> Thank you. But um, I just am excited, Carrie, that you're back out and you're going to be shooting some more pictures and helping me with some interviews and getting back into the yeah. music. Because this guy, you guys don't realize it, but he knows so much about Texas musicians. And I I well. think a lot of it is because you like to read <laughs> and you're a history buff. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, some stuff doesn't stick in the brain like it used to. So you know, uh, it's like some of the some of the books in the library have fallen off the shelf. Well, that's all right. We're gonna open them up and just dust <laughs> off some of that, uh, yeah. and then get you get you talking about it again. So, well, I guess I should just turn it over to you and say, what is it that you want to know? And um, and we'll try to we'll try to answer it as best as possible without it, without offending anyone, because you know me, I'm just an open book. And this has always yeah. been such a fun platform for me, Carrie. I, I gotta say, and I just want my listeners to know this. 
I'm so appreciative yeah. of all the people well, that let me know that they listen to the show and they enjoy it. But I do this because I want to help artists get their music out and, and their stories out. And also because I want to stay relevant with what's going on in Texas music and music in general. Okay. Well, you've already answered my first question. <laughs> okay. I had no uh, idea that was your first question. Why yes, do I do uh, what I do? Yes, Why uh, this show? Well, yeah. You know, what, is, um, what is driving you to host Homegrown Music? Yeah. Well, it's it really so, is uh, about yeah. that. It, it truly is yeah. about staying connected with artists, and I've I have garnered some incredible friendships through this. In fact, I've d- I just played a show last weekend with the Reverend Few um, out of Austin, and Paige and uh, and Nick. They, and their band stayed at my house because, you know, I'm an empty nester now. I have all these rooms upstairs. And she said, you know, where where do you want us to stay? stay? I said, hey, stay at my house so I can get to know you a little bit better. And so we had such a great time. The show went really well. And that was all because yeah. of the show. And so it right. really has been a wonderful, wonderful thing for me in this this last phase of my life, life, and I say last phase, last half of my life, because I, I look at Willie. No, we'll he, say the next, the next phase. The next phase of my life. Will, Willie's getting ready to celebrate ninety years, yeah. ninety years young, and still playing gigs and still out there. And I'm looking yeah. at him going, "If Willie can do it, I can do it." So I've still got a lot of singing left in me. Yeah, yeah. The best is yet to come. Okay, uh, here's my first question. Uh, were you born with the music you love or were you influenced by someone close to you? You know, and did you use it as a tool to help you cope at, through your life? You know, where did you get your love oh, of music? My goodness. So all of the above, um, for people that don't know this, I was actually, um, so my name, mainly I was named after my grandmother, um, daughter. My grandmother had a daughter named Maylee and she unfortunately passed away at 16 months and um, when my mother was born, um, she said if she ever had a little girl, she was going to name her after her s- little sister that or her actually would have been her big sister that passed away. And so um, I'm named after her and my family, my mother's side of the family were all into entertainment musicians. They were actually vaudeville. They traveled around yeah. my my biological mom uh, traveled around for the first uh almost 17 years of her life on the road with her parents playing music my grandfather played a plethora of instruments um and out of uh, and he he had bands in oklahoma and texas and um all over this whole region and it was really interesting they had a radio show which i thought was really fun when i found that out looking through some old things but um so i kind of just followed in their footsteps but as a child very early on, I think my first time I sang in public, I might have been, I don't know, seven years old or something. And I did, I, I sang that song, These Boots Are Made for Walking, and I'll never forget. <laughs> Great. You know, I did the whole song and put my little yeah. tray out and had people give me tips. I was like, I, I yeah. can do this. I kind of like hey, this. Yeah, this, this is a good gig. <laughs> and I, and from there on out, I, I, I was a ballet dancer. That kind of got pushed for, on me from my grandparents, but um, I did yeah, that I for a while. And I had a band, had bands in high school. But as a kid, I can remember my parents bought me an old plastic organ and I sat in my room and I had a pretty tumultuous background. Um, my parents yeah. had a, not a very good marriage and 
a lot of fighting and arguing that went on. I'll never forget going into my room and it was just kind of a, it was a getaway for me to sit there and make up songs on my little plastic organ. And was uh, it one of those little brown ones? Yep. It sure was. I wish I still had that thing. In fact, I even had a wallet sir at one time. I wish I still had. Hey, I can get you one of those. All right. I, okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're my little Texas picker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, all right. I got you on. I got you on air saying you're going to find me a Wurlitzer. But anyway, I, I I remember my first record that I ever bought with my own money was Carol King's yeah. Tapestry, uh, and then um, wow. it wasn't long after that I bought um, Pearl. So those yeah. two influences obviously were big in my life, and from there on out, I just got the, I just got the bug. I wanted to sing. That's what I wanted to do, and uh, I ended up, you know, starting. That's funny you say that because I, I, uh, one of my questions was what artists or artists have most influenced your stage presence, and you know, for those who have seen Maylie perform, you'll you'll know she's a wild one. <laughs> My girlfriend just told me today that May Lee in Hawaiian means a wild flower, a beautiful wild flower. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. Flapping that's in the true. wind. Standing in the wind. Yeah. Yeah, you um you've got yes. some great pictures of me carrying action with my hair on fire, looking like yeah. I'm yes. <laughs> looking like you know, I'm, and 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 if you could just I mean with the cameras now, you know, I don't want to take all the credit because um you know, if you take 10 pictures of Maylee, you know, nine of them are going to be great no matter what you do. It's just the, <laughs> the, the, the visual, the visual impact is amazing. Well, you're sweet to say that. And you've got, you've definitely got a bunch of them. If you guys are ever interested in looking at some phenomenal artist pictures, you need to go to Carrie Lankford Photography. Here's better. Go to Facebook and just type in hashtag Carrie Lankford Photographer. Okay. And a whole bunch of stuff is going to come up. Yeah. And, yeah. um, I, it, well, I, I just say, you know, cause not everybody has, is on Facebook, but you also have a, right. you also have your website. Yeah. I don't update that a lot, but com. And I mean, people, he's got some iconic musicians, a lot of Texas musicians. Yeah. Um, I pretty much haven't years. left Texas very much. Well, for, it for doesn't matter. People come to Texas and you get, you've got their pictures and they're phenomenal. Okay. I love it. So, well, right, we're, no, we're going to play you know, a song. We're going to play a song. And, and I told Carrie, I, I wanted to do something different. So I'm actually playing some songs that uh, they're on YouTube, but they're not out on, on EP yet. We're, gonna, we're putting together a little EP. Hopefully we'll have it out by the end of the year. But um, during COVID, George and I had some time to actually write some material. And we wrote several songs during COVID that... That for those of you that listen to the show, you know, my husband's also the mayor of our city and our life is crazy. I mean, our days, if you saw our calendars every day, you'd just be blown away at how yes. people can get that they much done. They don't day. sleep. They don't sleep. <laughs> but we did write a song called Beautiful Thing. And um, it was one of the songs that I enjoy playing because I want people to realize that even in the midst of some of the most horrific things that we have that go on in our life, we can actually find some collateral beauty and we can also yes, find some yes. things. And I'm, I'm, I'm that person that always tries to find um, the half full sentiment in everything that goes there's, on. There's me. always a light if you look for it. That's absolutely. So this song is called Beautiful Thing and it's just about looking at the beautiful things that, that we have every day. 
uh, the sunshine and the rain and, you know, things that we might take for granted that are just there for our, our for us to enjoy every single day. And so when we come back, I'm going to let Carrie ask me some other questions for my birthday show right here on Texas yes. Homegrown Music with my friend Carrie Langford and yours truly, Maylee Thomas. We'll be right back.
Texas Homegrown Music, the Maylee birthday show once a year that everybody gets to hear about, you know, my, I don't know, my interesting life. I think it's interesting anyway. So, uh, Carrie, tell me, ask me, come on, hit me, hit me with okay, your best okay. shot. Okay, you talked, you talked a while ago about, about your, your grandmother traveling. And, uh, I, one thing I've thought is I believe you could have been famous by now had you not chosen to stay home and raise your kids, was that a tough decision to make or did it just happen organically and do you regret it? You know, I had this conversation with my good friend, uh, Lauren Jameson, who's a comedian. I just had this conversation with her the other day that I actually, I think I really didn't realize that my decision to stay home and raise my kids was the best thing for me in my life and not just not not just for the wholesomeness of my life um, with my family but also to give me a some anonymity where I could actually go to the store I could actually right. go places and not have people with their cameras yeah. up in my face and I, I because yes. I, I don't know I, I would be such a target Carrie you know me fame could be such a burden I mean honestly I um well you know I'm an yes. open book. I'm I'm such <laughs> yeah. a target. I really am. Well, do you think do you think had you had you been famous and had you made that other decision, do you think that would have changed you to not be such an open book? Or do you think No, I think I, I think I was just made to be this way and my husband will yeah. tell you because you know, with him being the mayor, you can imagine when we go to um to D.C. and I'm trying to mm -hmm. hug the Secret Service and George is going, honey, that's just, it, it's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. you know? Well, it's like, it's not the queen. I'm, I'm always, I said, but everybody needs a hug and especially some yes. of those guys, they yes. look like they're just so miserable. Yes, know? I heard you need eight hugs a day to be healthy. They should be at least 20 <laughs> seconds apiece. But I, I honestly, I feel, I, I have people, in fact, somebody came to me last Saturday or last Friday after our show and said, man, why aren't you playing big arenas and blah, 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 blah. I said, you know what? I am enjoying my life. I still get to play music. People come out to see me. I, um, yeah. I, I have a wonderful, close relationship well, with all of my yeah, children. I think it's your foundation. Um, I think it's, I think it's who you are and your, and your foundation, you know, uh, you're not, you're, you know, some people, and not to be judgmental, they are, they are, they want fame. They want people to look at me. And I think you are, I want to sing. I just want to sing. Yeah. And I, and, and, and honestly, I, I do love the entertainment side of it. I well, do sure. love that. Um, because I, I, I'm, I'm so much better in person than I am in the studio. I've always known that. Yeah. I, I've, yeah, I've very true. rarely yeah. ever been captured in the studio with the energy that I have in a show. It's just the way it is. And I know yeah. lots of people, a lot of artists, I've had that conversation with a lot of different artists. Yeah. That's why um, I love recording with Paul over at um, Audio Dallas because a lot of times he'll yeah. just let me put the plexi up, bring the band in, and we'll, we'll yeah. record some of the songs right there in the open. Now, you know, it, it does make it tough if you have to go back in and do any overdubs. But for the most part, yeah. that's how I like to 
play and I like to see the guys and I like to feed off of their energy. So uh, I'm a, I'm a live girl. I really am. And, and, and so I, I, I love the fact that I'm still playing and because we have the guitar sanctuary, a lot of people out there don't realize that we have a venue and uh, it's not a big venue, great but venue. it's, it's great. I love it. And I get it's to a listening room. It's, great. It's, a, it's a really great listening room and I get to still perform and, so I'm 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 actually very happy with the way that my life has gone, and I don't have any regrets. I don't look back and say, "Oh, I wish I woulda, coulda, shoulda." Uh, you know, there was a time where I know that I um, could have moved to Nashville and really pursued pushing that. Right. But I right. would have had to leave my family, and I yeah, just it would have been a different life. I just never wanted to do that. And George and I okay. wanted to do yeah. this together, and we have, and we've made a life of it. Yeah, no regrets, huh? No regrets. Okay, so kind of building on that, uh, when you do become famous, uh, now that you've raised your family and they're on their own, you raise your kids, who do you want to play you in your autograph autobiographical movie? <laughs> oh, baby, I don't know. I mean, um, you know, if, if I really were going to put out an autobiography of my life, I yeah. don't know if anybody out there would want to take on that task because there's yeah. so many elements. Well, you know, you could be like Audie Murphy. He played himself in his autobiography. Well, we better yeah. hurry up and do it. <laughs> um, I tell you, the reality is um, I... I feel like I just evolved so much. I am so, I, I, I know there's a thread of me throughout my life that's always been the same. But you know, you grow up yeah. with a lot of biases just, just because of where you yeah. grow up and what you've been around. And I'm so grateful that I've always been teachable and that I've always been open to change. And right. I am, I, I tell this to my kids all the time, you know when they are faced with things and they think they're they're stuck in a place. I'm like, I promise you, you're going to look back and see this and realize this was just a phase in your life and you're going to grow through it and you're going to make different decisions. And for me, I have watched myself um, really become so much more open. I've always been an open person. Yeah. I've always been very yeah. inclusive. But I, I well. kind of grew up in a bit of a bubble for a while yeah. and feeling like, you know, I had to I had to be a certain way around certain people. And I, I'm so glad that I'm, I don't feel that way anymore. I really right. do well, want to just be real I, and authentic I think always. Right. Well, you know, people either go, I think nobody really stays the same. They either get more acceptance or less as they get older. And I, too, have gotten more ex accepting of things that I don't understand. Well, and I think a lot of times, um, uh, we sh I don't know if we should call it acceptance or what, but I think a lot of people are afraid of things that they don't know about. And so yeah. they just close a door instead of being willing to be open and listen and understand that, um, you know, we're all different and and yet we're all the same. I mean, I, I was yeah. telling someone the other day, the, the real the real check for me is that I recognize in everybody a little bit of me because we're yeah. all on this earth trying Good to figure bad. it out. Oh, absolutely. We're all on this earth just trying right. to figure out what right. what is this life about. And for me, it's always been about relationships. And I've always 
you know, I've always been open to talk to people and ask about them, whether it's somebody on the street or some of some of my most yeah. beautiful relationships with people are because I wasn't afraid to talk to walk up and talk right. to a complete stranger. Yeah, I'm a talker, too. Yeah. Well, okay, you and no, I are the way uh, that we met. Yeah. You know, because yeah. well, I'll tell you the way I met you, and you may not even remember. We're at the Cadillac Pizza Pub. You, not we, not you and I, but I was there watching a Thursday Night Jam, and I think um, Alex Dowichuk was on the mic. And I see this hippie chick walk because you know you can see out the on the sidewalk, and I see you walk across and you stop. And you can see behind the stage outside, and you came back in and you came in the door. And the song, mid-song, you walked over to the mic and sang like a wild woman, like three lines, turned around and walked out and kept going. And I'm like, who the hell was that? <laughs> well, you That's know, Alex, I first... and I, I'd known Alex because of the guitar store, yeah. of course. And, yeah. uh, you know, but, we, we kind of have this kind of ongoing thing where I always said, if you if I'm playing and you walk by, just come on up to play a little bit. He, yeah, I saw him singing and, and I thought he'd get a kick out of out of Maylee just walking up. What's interesting, one of my favorite moments uh, was you were singing Soul Shine at that same place. And there was a man walking down the street and he came in and he came over and started singing Soul Shine with you. And later I asked you, who was that? And you're like, I don't know. It was greatness. <laughs> I have it on video, actually. Somewhere. You know, I, and that's another thing that I love about um, where I live and what I do and the people that I know is that um, we can collaborate and, and and also the openness that I have. I mean, I can kind of tell sometimes if somebody really knows what they're doing. And if that, you know, if somebody wants to stand up there and do that, of course, by the way, people, Cadillac is like a little joint that, you know, literally maybe can fit 70 people, maybe, right? Yeah, and sometimes has had 150. Yeah, we've, we've crammed them in there. I'm sure the fire department was not too happy about it. Oh, yeah. But um, it's one of those kind of venues that you can get a lot of jams, and pe and people can come up and, and do that. And it's really fun to be in an area, as long as I, I have been, where I know uh, a lot of people and can do that. And I love it. I love collaborating like that. Okay. Um when I first saw you perform Purple Rain, I cried. Is that a common reaction? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm sure it is. Well, the first time you I made sang, one of my friends. I, I think the first time what? I sang Purple Rain, I cried. Um, yeah, well, you know, yeah, I, that, that, I've got a friend I've known since I was 10 years old, and I've seen him cry like twice, and, and then a third if you count when he saw you sing Purple Rain. I mean... It was it was funny. Well, so um, you know, honestly, that song has become a swan song for the band, and um, we've yeah. been doing it for decades. And uh, I'll, I, I, pro I think probably the most memorable times that I've ever done it was with Clarence, because when you can play a song with Clarence Clemens yeah. and have him blow in the saxophone, yeah. um, it's it's pretty amazing. And Clarence and I, for those of you that don't know, we, we played together for many, many years. Um, we met him when Bruce Springsteen had broken up. Uh, and go, you know, broken out on a solo career, and the E Street Band yeah. was no longer together. And then, you know, we had garnered this wonderful relationship with him. And then, a few years in, they got back together. And so, we got to watch that as well. And for almost twenty years, close to twenty years, until his passing in twenty eleven, which was just devastating. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, that's another whole story. We talked to him the morning of, uh, before he had a stroke. <laughs> 
Um, I, I think probably Purple Rain has been a really beautiful way of showing people what uh, we're, what we're all about. I mean, I, yeah, I have a very strong does. connection with um, my spirituality, and I kind of turn it into that uh, at the yeah. end of the song. Yeah, George it's, kind and of a, I, it's kind of a medley. It is a medley. We've kind of thrown in some really other great. songs and also made up our own ending. And, uh, and, and the big joke is... It, it takes the place of three songs because it can be either it, it'll be 12 minutes to 20 minutes just depends on the night and the place and so uh we we definitely have been doing that song probably longer than any other song on our set list uh that and and soul shine and of course you've mentioned a lot of songs that are a lot of covers we do we do have a lot of original songs my first record yeah. that we released in 1993 has a you know a lot of uh, original songs on it but it also has a few covers on it that we've enjoyed through the years and and I don't I don't see a problem with that. I, I enjoy it. No. I, I tell no. people all the time, there's nothing new that's written. We're all rewriting things that have already right. been in the atmosphere right. for a long time, right? Yeah. And there, there a are good song is a good no, song no and we're gonna all we can all share in it. And so I wanna I actually think I'm gonna do something a little bit different, which um I I'm throwing you this little thing now. So I'm going to play uh, 28 Trips, but I want to play Purple Rain on the show today because I never get to play right. that song. And we have yeah. a, a live version of it. It's been a few years ago that we did it. But I, I definitely want to play Purple Rain. So I'll play 28 Trips right now, which is another song that Georgia and I wrote during COVID. And it's 28 Trips Around the Sun, because at that point, at that time, that's how many years we'd been together. At this, And now we're at 31, which is just crazy to me that I've been with, yeah. with George for 31 years. So I'll play 28 Trips. But when we come back, we'll talk just a little bit. And I'm going to play Purple Rain, because that's a really long song. And I never get to play it on the radio, because it is so long. But I think it's it would be winner. fun. I know there's a lot of people out there that are going to be, you know, happy that I did that finally because yes. they're yes. always asking yes. me to play it. And I keep saying, yeah. oh, you don't understand. It's too long of a song. Yeah. Well, everybody, you're welcome. <laughs> there you go. Well, here's 28 Trips. We come back. We'll um, just open up a little bit more about this. I don't know. I'm, am I really that interesting about Maylee Thomas? And then we'll play Purple Rain. So we'll be right back on Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly and my friend Carrie Langford. Well, I started dreaming as a young child that I'd find a hand like yours in mine. We traveled together through the same.
happy birthday to me. That's what this is about. Mm-hmm. Birthday show. And um and so I've got Carrie Langford here. Carrie, what do you want to know? Okay. You know, I have uh I've had a couple of weeks to to um, amass some questions and I really could do probably a five hour interview with you. But uh I guess what is one question that you would ask yourself that I haven't asked you? Um <laughs> dun, dun. that is loaded dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh where do we where do i see myself in the next uh 25 years that's that's that was one of my questions not the exact time but yeah that's a good one go on. yeah what what would you uh, like know, to, I, what is think, what is in your future well so you know i think that there's no you're doubt. at a you're at a you're at a transformation right now you know i mean you've got the kids gone and and george is is about to be done with the mayor thing i mean he could be mayor forever but there's term limits and well so so what you, you gonna know, do i'm hoping i'm really hoping that uh i can get george to not work so hard and and want to do some music because I you know he's he really is a really great guitar player he loves it it's great, a phenomenal great, outlet great. for him um, I don't yeah. know if y'all realize this I mean he's a Texas tornado who has been recognized certainly but and he'll tell you that he doesn't doesn't play as much as he'd like to just because of yeah. our his schedule and our schedule yeah. and I'd love to get back out I you know because of his job we've been kind of in this market for so long here in Texas and not been able to travel as much as we did right. many many years ago I'd love to go out and to and play more outside of our region because there's I tell you as an artist for me I love playing for people that have never heard me before I and, love watch watching people see you for the first time you know i mean it's really fun because it's it's interesting and i and i know it's got to be crazy knowing that my age and i'm 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 probably one of the only women out there that just throws it out there without any reservation i am turning 64 years old but in my mind i can't believe that it's hard to believe that i'm 64 at the same time i've lived a lot of life and i'm grateful for it I have gone gotten a lot more wisdom in my life because of all the years that yeah. I have lived and and uh, and seen and what I've you know been involved in through music through my kids through the foundation um, through Love Life Foundation um, you know through being a business owner and what it takes to actually own a business and be you know be the the last voice that you can't blame anything on anybody else. Yeah. It's you, right? <laughs> um, stops here. Uh, so a, a lot of that, but I think where I see myself, you know, it's a, it's a, it's so funny. I know I'm going to be playing music until I die, unless something yeah. really drastic happens. I know I'm going to be playing music until I die, and I, it, it's to. just who I you am. Get to. And what's so beautiful about it is there's so many artists out there that are still playing in their 70s and 80s, yeah. and it's wonderful. And why not? I yeah. think that you know there's this misnomer that you get older and you you gotta like retire. I, that's not even in my yeah, vocabulary. I mean, I'll never look at retire. Our, look at our benchmarks. You know, uh, you know Willie, the Rolling Stones. You know Neil Young. Uh, I, I'm I'm ge- I'm definitely going to be doing this, but I also can see myself as someone that all these people can call and talk to and share with and ask questions and let me just, I would love to have a melee in my life when I was growing up. And yeah. that sounds really funny and self-serving, but the reality is 
I would have loved to have, I tell my kids all the time, I would have loved to have me for a mom just because yeah. I don't hold anything back. And I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I think we should. I think the kids today, unfortunately, because of social uh, media and the pressures, they, they actually have way too much information thrown at them before they're ready yeah. for it. Yeah, I, I uh, really do believe that. But at the same time, when they get to a place where they ask the question, I'm going to tell them. I'm just going to be yeah. forthright with them and I'm trying to do it in a way that doesn't freak them out. But um, well, yeah. I, I, I really believe in transparency with your kids. And as we get older, I feel like the the natural thing that we're supposed to do as we get older is is actually share our knowledge and share our life right. experience with other people. Yeah. And so that's and what she, I see yeah. myself as this, um, you know, I, a lot of people call me May May and I, I well, see myself here's, here's as how I refer to you. crazy May May. <laughs> no, here's how I refer to you. You know, uh, when I, when I met you and I, I told Kelly uh, about you, I, it, you're, you, to me, you are mother love. Oh, well, you know, it, I do know how to love. That's the, everybody yeah. asks me what what is your gift? If they ask me what is my gift, I think they're surprised when I say I think my gift is that I I can sing. Well, that's that's really not my gift. I, my gift is I really do know how to love, and I that's why we're here. And I and I feel like that's what I'm supposed to leave behind. And if if I yeah. want to get kind of weird on you and and poignant here, I, I want to be. We remembered. should all channel our. We should all channel our inner mother love. Well, ahead, I want to be remembered. Okay, um, I really do want to be remembered as someone that knew how to love. And yeah. um, and peace, love, and kindness is something that I really do take seriously. Um, yeah. I really do want to try and portray to everybody that we can find something kind in every situation right. if we look for it. Um, right. and, and, and that's not to say that I don't face tragedy i've had my share yeah. fair share of tragedy and i face a lot of things all the time but i try to look through uh through the lens of love and uh so right. yeah i see myself in 25 years as being um crazy may may that people go to and talk with and yeah and i i just want to be that for everybody and hopefully right. i'll be that for you too because i'm well you will and i'll be that for you because i plan on living at least 30 more years and i want you to be there with me I'm going to be there, baby. I'm, I tell George all the time, I'm going to live till I'm a hundred. He says he's yeah. not. So I don't, yeah, I don't well. understand that. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to live till I'm a hundred and yeah. I'm going to work towards it in any way. I'm going to live as if I'm going to live till I'm a hundred, but right. I'm also a person that lives for every single day. I really right. do. Yeah. I, I find every day just so rewarding every day that I wake up and I, I, I have my little morning ritual. I have about 15 to 20 minutes every morning that I spend just thinking about the day, how I want to yeah. approach it and uh, mm -hmm. my meditative state. And, and then I just go for it. So, well, I yeah, sure I have think... enjoyed this, Carrie. I, Me I'm too. so glad that um, you're back. And guys, you're going to hear from him some more. I'm going to bring him in on some interviews and, and let him be yeah. a part of it because he's out there doing the, doing the good work of taking pictures of some of these artists and a lot of fun stuff. Stuff. So be sure to go on and yeah. tell them how to find your photos again, honey. Well, if you're on Facebook, like I say, hashtag Carrie Langford Photographer. It's K-E-R-R-Y. And uh, or CarrieLangford.com has, I haven't really updated that like I should, but um, 
I'm on Instagram, but I don't remember. I don't remember what I am on Instagram. <laughs> but but if you you know if you send me a message uh, on Facebook and, and yeah say, or email whatever, you can you know. can email Carrie at K E R R Y at TexasHomegrownMusic.com and yes uh, that's and a good way and I'll tell you whatever you want to know yeah he will and he'll tell you things you don't yeah. want to know too <laughs> well you know. Hey, you're one to talk. You know, I know. Like well, I sure telephone, do love telegraph you. Telegraph and telemail. I sure do love you, honey, and I appreciate you being, <laughs> I love you too. being on the show today with me. And uh, we'll be right back. I'm going to play Purple Rain for everybody out there that's always asking me to play it. It's a long right, song. Get out your handkerchiefs. So, so here you go. Purple Rain with Maylee Thomas and uh, the band. And we'll be back in just a minute talking about what's coming up.
well, what a beautiful life I have. And I'm so grateful for the ability to just bring music to all of you and to share your love for music like I have, and especially Texas music. So thank you so much for listening and always being here and sending me sweet, you know, remarks and telling me how much you love the show. And if you have somebody that you'd like to hear on the show, don't forget, send it to me, mainly at TexasHomegrownMusic.com. You can go to my webpage, TexasHomegrownMusic.com and um, Facebook. And I, I just love hearing from you. So thanks again to my sponsors, of course, Guitar Sanctuary, Tupps Brewery, and Burris Injury Law for making this possible. And also for giving me such a beautiful life and all of you. Love life. Remember, you get out of it what you put into it. Peace out, everybody. I hope you'll come and see me on my stage at Texas Music Revolution the first weekend of June 2nd and 3rd. Have lots of great musicians there, and uh, I just love, I love being with you every week. We'll see you next time. Happy birthday to all of you that have birthdays right now. I wish you a wonderful time, and you'll see me and hear me next week right here on Texas Homegrown Music.